All right, going into Second Peter, we jumped right into Second Peter right after First Peter, because obviously that's what you do. <laughs> that's what we do anyway. Usually, uh, just like we went through all three Johns, um, we get through all. We usually do that. We do the the Thessalonians, the Corinthians, that. But anyway, we're doing that with Peter, obviously. So go ahead and take a minute to say a quick prayer. Okay, and I'll go ahead and we'll just jump into it. This letter is from Simon Peter, a slave and an apostle of Jesus Christ. I am writing to you who share the same precious faith we have. This faith was given to you because of the justice and fairness of Jesus Christ, our God and Savior. May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. Uh, verse 3. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life we have received all of this by coming to know him the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence and because of his glory and excellence he has given us great and precious promises these are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires you know I'll stop right there mm -hmm. <laughs> God's promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires um, that's that's really deep and we're trying to make these a little bit shorter so I won't go too much into it but obviously this is again giving you another example of living this this life apart because you're focused on these promises of God um, and by focusing your eyes on these things you escape the world's corruption that are caused by human desire so if you focus on God and you're not focusing on the world your desires are the things your desires are going to be right not the things of this world right in view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Again, in view of all this. Mm -hmm. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence, and moral excellence with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with patient endurance, and patient endurance with godliness. Keep lifestyle. Yeah. Verse... That it's all about lifestyle, living a lifestyle completely set apart, attempting to be, attempting to be a person um, that you just knowingly have self-control. That's you choose self-control in every situation, or you attempt to. Um, same way with with knowledge and excellence and different things like this you know we definitely have to be a light and we have to we we have to look different from the rest of the world so we'll continue in seven yep and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love for everyone yeah i did stop that yeah. at a really bad <laughs> spot so i apologize everybody Eight, the more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sins. 
So, dear brothers and sisters, work hard to prove that you are really among those God has called and chosen. Do these things and you will never fall away. Then God will give you a grand entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So work hard to prove that you really are among those that God has called and chosen. Circle and underline the word then. Yeah. As well. Then God will give you a grand entrance into the eternal kingdom. Um, you, yeah, it, it's, it's not faith by works. Mm-hmm. But it's with it, it's with faith. understanding that you will you will do all of these things that you will you know. Uh, where are okay so twelve yeah. Therefore, I will always remind you about these things, even though you already know them and are standing firm in the truth you have been taught. And it is only right that I should keep on reminding you as long as I live. For our Lord Jesus Christ has shown me that I must soon leave this earthly life. But he had a surprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will, I will make it. I will work hard to make sure you always remember these things after I am gone. For we are not making up clever stories when we told you about the powerful coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We saw his majestic splendor with our own eyes. When he received honor and glory from God the Father, the voice of the majestic glory of God said to him, This is my dearly loved Son who brings me great joy. We ourselves heard that voice from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. Yeah, I always wanted that for Peter to be like, Peter's like, surprise, it's it. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, because he says, obviously the Lord has revealed to me that it's soon. Yeah, like, and ah, that sucks. <laughs> you know, like I mean, it's great for him, uh, yeah, but but, but he knows that he has to go through a uh, a, a pretty painful. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, and, exit. but to have that uh, that focus and determination of right. doing these things. I mean, we all don't know. We don't know if we're gonna have tomorrow. Yeah, we don't know yeah. that. So why this, yeah. are we any different in not being? super like laser focused on this stuff as we go about our daily lives yeah i'm sorry that's a random place to pick up my point about um about jesus letting peter know that he's going to be going soon i know that's a weird place to pick up but i always like i I always think that's funny not funny but there's something uh you know that had to be to all the apostles you know because um Paul knew, you know, he knew that it was getting close. Yeah. So all of them were kind of like, ah, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, ah, surprise, this is it. Like there, but I mean, with obviously, I mean, I, I, they, pro- they, they couldn't be more happy. Well, that's just suffering such a like that too. So I don't want to make know. light of that. Like what a trippy thing yeah. to know that, you know, to to have that knowledge of it's coming you know it, the end is truly mm-hmm. near you know that's such a, a crazy concept to kind of wrap your head around yeah it really is so anyway I, like you said i know it's a random place to even thing to talk about but <laughs> anyway uh verse 19 mm-hmm. because of that experience we have even greater confidence in the message procla- proclaimed by the prophets you must pay close attention to what they wrote for their words are like a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and Christ, the morning star, shines in your hearts. 
Above all, you must realize that no prophecy in Scripture ever came from the prophet's own understanding or from human initiative. No, those prophets were moved by the Holy Spirit and they spoke from God. Um, obviously, what what Peter's saying right here too is, yeah, they. I mean, prophecy is nothing to make light of. Mm -hmm. Okay, we don't have any modern day prophets or any new prophets. The last prophet was Jesus Himself. So that was, uh, well, okay. So technically, there were. I mean, if Paul and the you know, but. Um, there anyway there's not going to be any new prophecy or new any new interpretation of what's already written and what god's plan already consists of but we take the old testament prophecy but and that's what shines the that's light exactly what i was going new. to say is you don't you don't take prophecy and throw it in the trash because there's still a good chunk of prophecy that is going to be hopefully very very soon fulfilled mm -hmm. um, we know for sure 100 percent it will be yeah. it's just it's not on our timing it's on god's timing mm -hmm. so as soon as he says it will be it's it's completely um until these things are revealed i don't want to say it's not because it's completely finished but there's still things yet to happen so and still prophecies yet to be fulfilled so uh, we we take that and use it in light of the new testament and we and we we that's how we get our understanding but we have to understand that even these prophets that were prophesying a lot of these things didn't have the whole picture they didn't understand everything and even they wanted to know like okay clarify this again for me mm -hmm. what did what just happened and when is this? You know, I mean, Daniel asked, and what was the what was Daniel told? He said, "Go your way. <laughs> Don't worry about." It. I mean, he said, gave a timetable for the tribulation and different things like sure. that. But um, when it when it came to to um, sealing up the book and going, just go your way. Don't. But that's what the unveiling and revelation was. But I don't, we're going to get into a different Bible study on that if I don't shut up. But mm -hmm. I think that was it. Of, Chapter know, two. Yeah, of two. Yeah. Or, or of one, one I mean. I'm sorry, two. going into two. <laughs> Chapter two. But there were also false prophets in Israel, just as there will be false teachers among you. They so, I'll, sorry. I'm very sorry. But that's it just is clar clarifying my point of this uh, new prophecy um, yeah. you know the thing Anybody's that is happening teaching they have these new prophecies um, right new enlightenments right they will cleverly teach destructive heresies and even deny the master who bought them in this way they will bring sudden destruction on themselves many will follow their evil teaching and shameful immorality and because of these teachers the way of truth will be slandered are we seeing anything like this in our world today? Yeah, it's we can see that everywhere that you look in any in well, look unfortunately in most of the church. Yeah, look at three here. In their greed, they will make up clever lies to get hold of your money, but God condemned them long ago and their destruction will not be delayed. Goes in this is timeless. This is a fits for today. Now we've they it started is you know it, it started as soon as the church began and it's not going to stop until the church is taken up so verse four 
For God did not spare even the angels who sinned. He threw them into hell in gloomy pits of darkness where they are being held until the day of judgment. And God did not spare the ancient world except for Noah and the seven others in his family. Noah warned the world of God's righteous judgment, so God protected Noah when he destroyed the world of ungodly people with a vast flood. I should have... Uh, was that the end of that verse? Yep, that's okay. the end of that verse. I should have done the introduction to Second Peter a little bit better, because Second uh, Peter... <clears throat> in and we just got finished with uh, with Jude as well because we did Jude. Yeah. Um, Jude and Second Peter have numerous similarities. Um, <clears throat> there's a bunch of different smarty pants reasons for what those could be. Most likely, it's the fact that they probably just copied off of each other or quoted each other because that was considered honorable mm -hmm. back in those. It wasn't considered plagiarism yeah so around a letter written around the same time to a different audience but you know to peter's audience um which is still the same way in the same audience as jude's just obviously peter was at a focused ministry just as jude was speaking to um you know the the, the more of a jewish christian audience um so anyway, they uh, it's very similar. So like you'll you know this this sounds a lot like Jude, yeah, and and he probably did, but this is talking, and there's obvious the reason why I brought that up is there's obviously some sort of importance about this um, because this is referring back to again Genesis, and going to these these uh, Nephilim that were you know and if you do your your research and study on it. Uh, you realize that obviously these were the fallen, and um, yeah, being being chained up for the for the tribulate, yeah, yeah, for the sins and and let loose for the tribulation period. Ain't no joke. Yeah, it's crazy because these are these are guys that were around in in Noah's day that have God been. God has had chained up until they will be released, and then it's insane. They're not happy. Yeah, and that that all sounds crazy. And we never teach that in our church. Mm -hmm. But that's truth. That's exactly what this is. People read past this and not have any idea what they're talking about. Yeah. This is referring back to Genesis into the Nephilim. And and we can and you can read into Re and going into Revelation, mm -hmm. it speaks of these being completely just let loose on earth. And this is not a and, and again, this is like ancient, you know, very very, very upset well, demons. Well, that's the silly way to uh, illustrate it and to help you kind of wrap your mind around this chaos, but the Disney movie Hercules, uh -huh. at the end where Hades, you yep. know, lets out all those crazy monsters and they're going all over the place. and Like, that's literally what we're talking about here. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not, not a joke. It's not a movie. These are truly fallen angels that are, I mean, completely demonic. They have turned from God. They're the ones that were bound and chained and put into these deep pits quite literally thousands and thousands of years ago, and they will be re-released. But we history. never, we, we don't really learn that. Or, because it sounds crazy. Or, if, which some of our people may have listened to, like, crazy YouTube people about it, that'll go nuts. Oh, yeah. That, that swear they're already here and that, uh, I mean, we're living among, which I don't know, maybe, but I, no, there's some lunacy out there. Don't, don't get into, yeah. to, 
YouTube holes with with the Nephilim or or any of that because it can get it can get crazy. It does does not fit. Yeah, and and you got to realize that that in itself fits, and that's a destructive heresy if it goes into making you believe different things. But that's that's believing false teachers themselves right there. So you can't. You have to be very very careful. Mm. Um, But that's why I mentioned that revelation because um, sticking with scripture. Yeah. Um, we can we can make that connection. Uh, so where where did I six. stop you? Verse six. Later, God condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and turned them into heaps of ashes. He made them an example of what will happen to ungodly people. <laughs> but God also rescued Lot out of Sodom because he was a righteous man who was sick of the shameful immorality of the wicked people around him. Yes, Lot was a righteous man who was tormented in his soul by the wickedness he saw and heard day after day. So you see, the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their trials, even while keeping the wicked under punishment until the final day of judgment. He is especially hard on those who follow their own twisted sexual desire and who despise authority. These people are proud and arrogant, daring even to scoff at supernatural beings without so much as trembling. But the angels, who are far greater in power and strength, do not dare to bring from the Lord a charge of blasphemy against those supernatural beings. I love the despise authority always is used by Fox News Christians as like, See, he told you there, if you Trump. don't love Trump or the police, like, like, well, but okay, then that... let's put that shoe on the other foot. Did you despise Obama? Well, then you are despising authority. Sit mm-hmm. down. Yeah. 12. These false teachers are like unthinking animals, creatures of instinct born to be caught and destroyed. They scoff at things they do not understand, and like animals, they will be destroyed. Their destruction is their reward for the harm they have done. They love to indulge in evil pleasures in broad daylight. They are a disgrace and a stain among you. They delight in deception even as they eat with you in your fellowship meals. So again, this is within the church. Oh yeah, this is all... We don't don't understand this. And it's Mm -hmm. everywhere. It's everywhere. That's why... The, the best way to stay away from this is, like I said, we've we've been blessed with a base that has knowledge. So stay with what you, the basics, the basic truths, mm-hmm. biblical truths that you know, and then stick to scripture. Stay away from any, any crazy teachings on um, even pastors that are, or even if something doesn't sound right, it's not right. If, if, if you're listening to somebody and they're like, wait a minute, it doesn't sound right, then it's, it's, it's well, most likely not right. Instead of following a certain group that has divided off of Scripture into their own group, right? So we're talking, you know, there's a lot of that within the denominations, mm-hmm. within these new movements, right? Mm-hmm. Torah observance, Hebrew roots, uh, yeah, all of these yeah. different... Um, a lot of that is insane. All of these different groups try stripping away all of that and stick to Scripture. Yeah. Maybe quiet the outside voices. That's why yes. when we talked about what do we want to do, we said we just want to read the Bible with people. Right. What does it literally say? Yeah, and, and how and to... How do and, and what, say, yeah, like you said, what does it really say? Because the, te- the text is alive Mm -hmm. and and that was one thing that just 
absolutely fascinated me when I started that the seriousness of God's word being it's living, active, sharper than any two-edged sword, uh, you know, piercing for the division of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It's I was fascinated by this and going, okay, this means that this this has to just pop out and speak to you and just God and and when I read and when I studied it did and then you know you just see it and uh that's that's one thing that we're not getting and largely Obviously, we know because that our world would look different right. if we were all getting that <clears throat> excuse me but we know even on our own personal Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, little platform. The most the most issue that people have is just true biblical doctrine. And how can you not take something that serious? Like, where did we decide that it was okay to just water this down as a whole? When it's... You read that. I mean, it, it that means that it actually... It, it does stuff. And it does. It really does. And if it doesn't, then you're doing something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll continue there. Verse 14. They commit adultery with their eyes, and their desire for sin is never satisfied. They lure unstable people into sin, and they are well-trained in greed. They live under God's curse. They have wandered off the right road and followed the footsteps of Balaam, son of Beor, who loved to earn money by doing wrong. But Balaam was stopped from his mad course when his donkey rebuked him with a human voice. Yes, this is a fun one to do with the kids, to go and read, where yes. the donkey literally talks to a man and uh I know the kids have asked before when that's, we read that's it. back in numbers twenty two, like twenty one through twenty eight, and the, the kids, kids always go wait story. Donkey literally talked. Yep, and then you go and you like, actually yep. read the story in numbers and that's one of the kids like favorites because god is just so stinky but i was like but then you didn't think the serpent in the garden was weird (laughs) yeah yeah um verse 17 these people are as useless as dried up springs or as mist blown away by the wind they are doomed to blackest darkness they brag about themselves with empty foolish boasting with an appeal to twisted sexual desires, they lure back into sin those who have barely escaped from a lifestyle of deception. Hmm. This one's huge, guys, this next little bit. They promise freedom, but they themselves are slaves of hmm. sin and corruption. For you are a slave to whatever controls you. And when people escape from the wickedness of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and then get tangled up and enslaved by sin again, they are worse off than before. It would be better if they had never known the way to righteousness than to know it and then reject the command they were given to live a holy life. They prove the truth of this proverb, a dog returns to its vomit, and another says, a washed pig returns to the mud. (laughs) That's intense, and that's talking about those within the church. So those of us that claim to be Christians, but yet continue to live a life completely normal with this world. I think this whole chapter and everything that we've been studying recently, I think the the, the greatest 
thing that I issue that I have with all of it is the fact that in the church today you see these topical studies or which are fine in some some cases but then you see these verse studies and they'll take three verses and make this whole sermon off this you know, it's this 45-minute sermon, and I'm listening to it, and I'm going, you didn't say anything. Saying. You did not say anything. You used three verses, and you and there was no content to what you said. Well, like, we actually heard a pastor quite literally say this, a well-known pastor that people across the country are listening to. He straight up said that his purpose is just to get people in the door he's not here to give you a deeper and he said this yeah. on a sunday yeah. morning service and, and, and i'm tries not here to, make, to give you this deeper understanding and tries, he said if you need that go somewhere else right and tries to make the argument that that they're trying they're bringing um you know sinners into no, our lives and how we act and how we share the gospel in our day-to-day -day lives that's how you get people in the door. Once you are Christ here, did not sacrifice who he was when he went to people. No. So you can't sacrifice who you are to bring people to 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 try to bring people to Christ. Yep. You know, Christ, Christ couldn't change who he was when he went and and sat with sinners and 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 nope. did all these things. And he he didn't. So okay. So why would we, we why would we sacrifice everything like that what do you think not preaching the words because okay we're well, worried about pe getting people in the door and people saved well no because you're sacrificing what you're all about to begin with when you don't start with the gospel that's what the gospel like i said i've always said that mark's version of the gospel is my favorite um but we're gonna go do we do another chapter i don't want to yes chapter three i don't want to go off on a rabbit hole again. no chapter three this is my second letter to you, dear friends, and in both of them I have tried to stimulate your wholesome thinking and refresh your memory. <laughs> I want you to remember what the Holy Prophet said long ago and what our Lord and Savior commanded through your apostles. Most importantly, I want to remind you that in the last days scoffers will come, mocking the truth and following their own desires. They will say, what happened to the promise that Jesus is coming again? From before the times of our ancestors, everything has remained the same since the world was first created. Ooh, this is a good time that I get to stand on this little premillennial platform, I think. Um, there's a lot of teaching out there, or non-teaching out there, but there's also a new wave of teaching that's coming largely in the church that denies that Christ's coming is anytime soon. Mm -hmm. Meaning it's a long it. period of time. Thousands and thousands of years. Could be. Mm -hmm. uh, they I mean they don't they don't I don't they don't make any direct claims, obviously. Um but which it it, it could be. Sure. I don't I'm not saying that's connect that's inherently wrong but the thing is is they're kingdom builders so they go to build this this earthly kingdom and we have and if the apostles weren't focused on doing that right, why are we why do we try and that's where you run into the issue now their kingdom work that they do a lot of it 
is very admirable, and I've talked about it before. But if you think that you're building God's kingdom on earth, be careful with that one, guys, because I'm not sure what he's going to call that. I see that as... I see that as a false teaching, mm -hmm. but I'm not pointing any fingers saying that if you're teaching that, that you're a false teacher per se, because I understand that it could be innocent. Sure. I guess that's how I could, uh, how, if these are wolves, you know, if these are wolves that we don't recognize, then they don't know it. Because they're doing it innocently. They interpret scripture a different way. And it's radically different. But there's dangers to their interpretation that even their viewpoint should acknowledge. And and I wish that their viewpoint would acknowledge it. I haven't heard it. I mean, maybe it's out there. Anyway, um, so that's that being said, that's definitely not what I believe the Bible teaches. And that's definitely not what the ministry is. Is We are all about the... Obviously, we just shout out again to Rapture Awareness because that's we're very strong premillennialists when it comes to this. And I think there's a lot more importance to this than we give... And a lot more of our ministry is going to be more focused on this, uh, this direction. Because we said before, this is why we do minimalism, anything else. Um, is because we believe the Lord is coming soon. We've, we've decided, we believe that the Lord has called us out of the world and into ministry. Mm -hmm. um, but with a sense of urgency yeah. is, is what we feel. So we're, we're, not make, we're not sensationalists and we're not making any guesses at time, but we believe that it's soon and we believe that we're called because it's soon. Hopefully today. Into ministry. Maybe today. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. If it's not today, I'm going to say maybe hopefully today. tomorrow. Yep. It's not tomorrow. <laughs> but people in these last days, which actually kind of gives you some comfort that he's telling you, hey, in these last days, well, increased scoffers will come and say, and that's yeah, what yeah. makes us feel like it. we are drawing into this time because the more you read your word, the more that you are seeing these things that the apostles are warning and going, hey, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. Now, and then you're I, going, well. I don't think Peter here, I think Peter here could be talking about two different groups. And that's why I brought up that there's a dangerous group of these people saying, he's not coming you know, that's ridiculous. There's no rapture. There's no coming soon. He brought the kingdom. It's time for us to build it. Once all the nations are under his feet, then he will come back and he yeah. will rule on earth. So there, that group of people, that's where I think that would be just the scoffers. So those that doesn't necessarily have to be in a, in a bad way. But then we go into the false teaching aspect of it and, and the people mocking the truth, mm -hmm. following their own desires. Because then I've seen these people are so nasty against the pre-trib pre view. They are so nasty. They're first to make fun of it. They're first to, um, you know, uh, uh, write long, you know, really smart written looking articles or, or books about it. Um, 
the you know even famous theologians and it's i you have to do so much spiritualization of scripture for that viewpoint that i just don't see that being okay so there there opens up an avenue for you to become a false teacher with it not claiming that somebody that teaches post-millennialism or on millennialism is a false teacher. I don't believe that. I listen to three of them. Yeah. I love them. I love Sam Storms. I love Doug Wilson. I love these guys. But I, their theology couldn't be any further than mine. I mean, their end times theology couldn't be any further than what mine is. Um, or their, their view, not necessarily the theology. Um, so anyway, so there can be that false teaching of it. So Peter's actually saying here that most importantly, in these last days, scoffers will come saying the truth, following their where. What happened to the promise that he's coming again? Yeah. Where is he? Where's he at? This is it's been two thousand years. You said that he's coming back. So then, then we even have unbelievers into that. I've even I've even heard it said before that Jesus wasn't a boomerang. He's not coming back. Like oh, I hate to be you, buddy. Mm. Um, but that's what type of thing that we're dealing with. Um, so, you know, from the times of our ancestors, everything has remained the same in the world since it was first created. So everything is the same that it's been. Why would it? He's not. Things are getting worse. They're just, just pay no attention and keep going. Is what it is. Um, so I won't. I'll try. I'm not going to stop you here for the last little chunk because I know we need to go. Three minutes over our time. Um, well, I'm sure that the four or five people I'm that listen to this don't care. So we can try to keep I on know. track. Um, because not everybody else has the time to sit around and do this all day like we do. <laughs> so we're trying to be respectful of that. Yes, we are trying. Okay, verse 5. They deliberately, I like that word, forget that God made the heavens long ago by the word of his command, and he brought the earth out from the water and surrounded it with water. Then he used the water to destroy the ancient world with a mighty flood. I just think that that's, they, I mean, that, that has a different meaning. But what I read to this, into this, and I said I wasn't going to stop you. I lied yeah, already in like a minute. Yeah, it wasn't even that. I said I, tr I was going to try anyway. They deliberately forget that God made the heavens long ago by the word of his, like, this is, it's a li it's a literal thing. And in the, the spiritual world is something that we don't think of often. Or we mm -hmm. think it's ridiculous. We think it's folly. We think it's, oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Why would, you know, like, that's crazy to think that we have just, oh, we're just going to zap up out of our shoes, you know, into yeah. the sky. Well, yeah. <laughs> and you better pay attention if you really believe this. Well, because got crazy it's coming demonic soon. monsters buried in the sand over the I Middle know! East, that's so. what I'm saying! This this stuff is awesome! <laughs> and if you people really believed it and under Not well, you, you... Not... I don't say you people, but the world saying you people. Well, we get so wrapped up into like, things like Avengers and Harry Potter and all these other things. Look, we build theme parks to it and all of this stuff. We get so into it. We're so obsessed with it. But then you look at, like... Guess what? The real-life application <laughs> yeah. of these things. And it's like, no, there is a real level Dude, to there's, a lot of... There, stuff, you do you know how this you have to understand that anybody that's ever seen any of this has messed them up mentally oh, for yeah. a long period of time oh, yeah. that's even seen a remote glimpse of this world go read ezekiel when he's go talking yeah about go, his read flying, ezekiel, crazy go read ezekiel go read go read ezekiel like, go read daniel go mm -hmm. read all of these anyways um verse seven and by the same word the present heavens and earth have been stored up for fire they are being kept for the day of judgment when ungodly people will be destroyed. 
But you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. But the day of the Lord will come as unexpectedly as a thief. Then the heavens will pass away with a terrible noise, and the very elements themselves will disappear in fire, and the earth and everything on it will be found to deserve judgment. How people that, that knock on the pre-trip view saying that you're just waiting to get out of here, I, I don't understand. Because this right here says that the Lord is being patient because he doesn't want everybody to be destroyed. If we truly believe this, we're going, oh crap. Crap, the world, like, the world is dying. Every, hey, person that's right there, hey, you're, you're, you're going to die in a really bad way if you don't know Jesus. he wants you, Jesus. like no one, his right. family, to be to able be, to get on the boat right. and be saved right. from the coming but that, judgment. But that, that, may, that, that it invokes us to preach the gospel and to, uh, to talk to people in a sense of, of hey, I want to, and that's like you said, snatch them from the fire. Yeah. Because um, it's coming. Because it's coming. And it's real. And so that's why I think that's interesting um, that that he uh, that that they would take that view from pre from premillennialists, mm -hmm. saying that it's uh, okay. Well, that makes you just a lazy Christian then, because no, you don't have to worry about anything. Incredibly no, this makes me incredibly like this means I got, uh, I got work under to my do. Rear trying yeah, to get this I, done. I got a lot of work to do. Verse 11, since everything around us is going to be destroyed like this, what holy and godly lives you should live. Looking forward to the day of God and hurrying it along. Yes. Come hurrying Lord it Jesus along. today. Not, not saying, quote unquote, it's not too soon. Yeah, I hate when people I say that. I hate when people say that. On that day, he will set the heavens on fire and the elements will melt away in the flames. But we are looking forward to the new heavens and new earth he had promised, a world filled with God's righteousness. And so, dear friends, while you are waiting for these things to happen, make every effort to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in his sight. That's another thing. While we're waiting for these things to happen, what sense did completion, I don't get any sense of completion in Peter's voice. No, these are like, yeah. And remember, our Lord's patience gives people time to be saved. This is what our beloved brother Paul also wrote to you with the wisdom God gave him, speaking of these things in all of his letters. Some of his comments are hard to understand, and those who are ignorant and unstable have twisted his letters to mean something quite different, just as they do with other parts of Scripture. Again, just as they do with other parts of Scripture, would be the Old Testament because that's what right. the Scripture consisted of at the time of his writing. Right. Peter's writing this. Well, in well, it the Paul's letters by the time of Peter, there would have, he, I think he would have had his letters to the Corinthians. There would have been a couple letters that circulated mm -hmm. um, from that already enough. Um, yeah, definitely because. But I'll put a couple, probably. Even to this, well, yeah, because I guess Peter was written a little bit later, which is still being done to this day. Uh, you can see with the Torah observance movement, um, with one example. Again, I don't mind the Torah observance movement if you just choose to do that. For if that's just for your own you like enjoyment, I think that's cool. That's fine. It's we cool. do it's very great. similar. Things. Yeah, we do very similar things. I mean, obviously, we're not. You know, whatever, but that that's that's totally fine. Uh, but 
somebody walking around asking about head cover why you're not wearing a head covering saying that you can't know Christ if you don't read out well, of it. Saying um, that you are subject to these things and all of this stuff is, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you're not. Stop twisting stuff. Yeah, and then it's funny because they... they ignorant and unstable have twisted his, his letters, letters to right, mean something quite right, different. And, and, I don't want to be ignorant and unstable. Right. Right, but it's not just the... It's the same thing, Paul. We also get our, our rapture idea from Paul. Yeah. And there's a lot of twisting that you can do in Corinthians and in Thessalonians. Which Peter says here, the wisdom um, that God gave him. God gave Paul wisdom right, to share with right. us. These are, these are things that God gave to Paul that nobody else had. Yeah. So he says, listen to him, pay it to, and be careful. Don't twist Don't twist it, but listen. And that's where you don't. In order to get the idea, I know I've said rapture about six times. That must mean so. That's really cool that maybe he's leading me to think about something. Um, but um, that's where you don't twist anything to get that idea. Because when when, call, when Paul reveals the mystery and he says, caught up, harpazo, mm -hmm. that's not that's this that's the meaning of the word, and it's a vi it's it's not a Snatching. it's not a it's not a caught up like I'm oh I'm caught up in love with you yeah that no the the in the original Greek I mean violently in the original snatched. Greek it's a violent <laughs> it's a violently snatched out because of a you know in saving and you can see that just like Jude says snatched from the fire like if your child you were on a hike and your child was teetering too close to the edge and going to fall off the side of the cliff you would reach over and snatch up that child to save it from the coming danger right and i'm just saying yeah the world can definitely um go the way that it's going for a good period of time but the way that the issues that are rising up and becoming part of our everyday life that are becoming increasingly listen guys when america falls which we have I mean we're on the we're on, we're on the, the decline we're on the the very steep decline and there's definitely situations like we got um, messages today from one of our one of our family members mm -hmm. uh, church family members um, that just proves that this um, this country is already fallen um, not in a in a, a complete sense. Uh, of course, but we are on the steep decline in a complete sense, uh, and and that's the direction we're going. So once we fall, and I mean, I just feel like the rest of the world, and it's going like that. So we're close to something. If something's getting ready to happen. So um, that's that's we one thing that we have to keep in mind. With, well, and he finishes this little part here. This will result in their destruction. Yeah. So we've really got to pay right. attention to who we're letting influence us as far as other teachers and things like that. And we must be vigilant in our reading of Scripture, our so for the false, meditating in it. For the false, you know, people like that, this will result in their destruction, but this will come from things that sound good. Yeah, that look, look good. good. They look seemingly good. They look good. But once you start getting that kind of... That just, you know, you must do this, you must, or, or oh, that's not the way that it is. You don't understand. You have to go to this outside source to understand what this says. No, 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 no. Oh, careful. Yeah. But if you read this while standing on your head with your eyes crossed. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, 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 Exactly. No. Children should be able to read this, understand it, right. and that's what right. we're looking for right. here, guys. 
All right, last little bit, and then we'll let you go. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Yeah, Verse sorry, 17. This one was so long. You already know these things, dear friends, so be on guard. Then you will not be carried away by the errors of these wicked people and lose your own secure footing. Rather, you must grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. All glory to him, both now and forever. Amen. I'll leave, I'll leave it with what Peter said. Amen. <laughs> There's really no better I way mean, to say that. There is all glory to him, uh, now and forever. But. Peter's Peter's letter was to address imminency issues, mm -hmm. saying if people are coming saying these things, listen, they always have been and they will come until he comes. But he is coming soon. That word soon is we, we, we don't know, but, but we get a good idea that we are looking at that generation and I and I always reflect back to the nation of Israel as proof of that we don't that doesn't give us any kind of jesus coming in 1988 yeah but it, it gives us great hope in, in seeing these things being put together exactly like you read they should be put together in the old testament mm -hmm. is very fascinating and and very encouraging and we and, are instructed to encourage <clears throat> one another with these words and this it's an encouragement. as we look it's forward exactly. to these things and, to come And we pass. must, must be with our eyes looking up, waiting. Every day. And, and him hoping, along. hurrying him along. Give him no rest. Give him no rest. Mm -hmm. So every day when you wake up on this earth, go, dang it. And then thank the Lord for another day on this earth. And then go. <laughs> and then and go and realize that you may not wake up tomorrow. Or that maybe today would be the day. So I think that's. Thanks for hanging out with us, yep. guys. And we'll see you all tomorrow. Yep.